afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Justin Nielsen here with a look at the action in today's session where we saw the indexes take a well-deserved pause, Justin. Yeah, it was a big week last week. So, I mean, they, they deserve to take a little bit of a break, but there's still some interesting stocks out there. So we'll take a look at Fortinet, uh, Samsara. Uh, we'll revisit that from last week's breakout and also Fluence Energy. All right, we'll get to those. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down about one-tenth of a percent, so the uh, mildest loss today. We had the S&P 500 down two-tenths of a percent, the Dow off by six-tenths of a percent. Uh, small caps taking a little bit harder of a hit today, but also that came after a pretty big gain on Friday. Right. But today, down about 1.2%. So overall, Justin, not all too surprising to see stocks backing off here. Yeah. And again, if you put it, especially in the perspective of last week, um, last week was a big week. And so the, the fact that we're holding on to the majority of those gains, look, the NASDAQ, I'll be honest, it looks extended. We've been saying that for a while and it's mm -hmm. still going up. And now we've got more participation as the breath really uh, kicked it into high gear last week. I mean, it was so impressive that we saw RSP, the equal weighted uh, S&P 500 outperform the S&P 500 and, mm -hmm. and not just by a little bit. It was like almost double uh, the S&P 500. So, um, you know, we've got the NASDAQ a little bit extended, the equal weighted kind of coming mm -hmm. on, the RSP uh, equal weighted coming on, the S&P 500 not looking too bad. The fact that it's coming right up above that February 2nd high, it breached that uh, very decisively uh, on Friday. It was kind mm -hmm. of right around the 4200 area diddling around there. And Friday was just so decisive above that. Uh, and now we're getting into those um, August highs. So a lot of a lot of good looking action here in the indexes, more stocks participating. Um, so now it's just a matter of look, with with such a strong week last week, it, it was it was okay for us to take a little bit of a pause here. But what I liked was, it really didn't give up that much. Right. Um, as you mentioned, the Russell 2000 gave up the most, but it also had the biggest gain from last week. And so the way that I look at this is because of that gap up, if you look at it, at that range, exactly what you're doing there, Allie, you know, from- It's almost like I could read your mind, uh, Justin. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if you look at the range of where it started from the previous day to where it, its high was, it's still, even after today's 1% plus gain, uh, drop, it's still way up there in that range. Mm -hmm. So as long as it kind of holds there uh, and- now the 200-day moving average line is kind of a nice line in the sand for it to stay above. Right. So we'll have to see if it can do that. And then in terms of how the market continues to handle uh, this digestion of the big gains, potentially telling for how strong this market is, right? I mean, we don't want to see a whole lot of being given back, even though we could we could see a pullback. But what does that pullback look like? I think yes. is the question. Yes. Uh, a pullback is not bad unless it turns into something more serious, right? A pullbacks are good. They give you more opportunities. And probably that is what a lot of investors are looking at now. Hey, with, with more breadth participation, this is what we asked for. But now uh, the stocks that are extended, you're like, oh, I can't do anything with them. So a pullback could give some more opportunities in some of these leaders that may have gotten away from you. Um, but Again, when it starts getting a little bit more serious and then gets into sector rotation, uh, that starts getting a little unnerving because now the pullbacks look into um, breakdowns and, mm -hmm. oh, now you're plunging through the, you know, the 50-day moving average line and they start piling up sell signals. So if the pullback can be nice and orderly, uh, hopefully on low volume, 
right. those are the type, types of things that we like to see. And especially if they can get support mm -hmm. at prior levels of uh, resistance or at moving average lines, those are some opportunities potentially for, for new buys or adds to uh, previous buys. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say we are in a power trend. Uh, we don't know when the Nasdaq will touch its 21 day line, but it will happen. We, that is one thing we do know with certainty. At yeah. some point, it's going to happen. What does that look like if we get a bounce? What kind of signal would that be for you, Justin? Well, again, as you said, it depends on how it does it, right? If if uh, if it happens real steeply, that's where I tend to get a little unnerved. Um, if it happens more orderly, and you know, it also depends. You know, you have to be very careful in a period like this to not be chasing stocks too much, because what can easily happen is this normal pullback can end up shaking you out of positions, and then you might have a hesitancy to get back in and potentially lose out on some future profits because of that. So mm -hmm. um, it, it's it's kind of one of those things that you have to really be doing the balancing act of uh, balancing your exposure. And as you mentioned, yes, we've had a power turn in the NASDAQ composite since March 30th, but it hasn't felt that way broadly. And again, you just take a look at RSP and the equal weighted S&P 500, and it tells you, oh yeah, this is why I'm not necessarily seeing it in my portfolio because for a while there, the NASDAQ composite looked very different mm -hmm. from a lot of stocks. But again, if there's going to be more participation here, um, th this, this could be the chance for more, but we have to wait and see. You know, there, there's still this wait and see component to it. Um, last week was great in terms of that breadth, but it's just the start. You know, so we have to see a continuation, a sustainability, um, because what we've seen before, I mean, look, January was great. And I think we were all getting very bullish on January, but it didn't last. So what we need is we need this breadth to continue and we need it to last. Right. Sounds like a plan. Let's breeze through some ETFs before we take a look at the three stocks we want to highlight. Here's IGV. This is the tech software ETF notching yet another up day in a row. So looking pretty strong here, continuing its move. SMH chip stocks down a little bit, leading into uh, some recent gains. But by and large, Justin, it looks like uh, the sector holding up uh, after that big move that it had yeah. recently. And, and here again, just go to the weekly real quick, and it kind of helps put it in perspective, mm -hmm. you know, taking that step back. Yeah, this does not, this doesn't look bad at all. You had that big, strong week and it's just holding two weeks. Really? Gains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks. You're right. Um, so it's, it's really mm -hmm. holding the bulk of those gains. So I don't, I don't see a problem there. This pullback, it's not even to the 10 day mm -hmm. moving average line. ITB, this is the home builders, a strong day on Friday and not giving too much back today. So we're seeing a lot of setups in this area too, uh, either that were actionable late last week, or maybe if we get a little bit more uh, tight action could present some follow on entries. XLU, so here is utilities up today, but uh, the overall trend is yeah. down, which is great. I mean, we want we don't want utilities to be the right. leading group. <laughs> Exactly. This was the leading group today, but you can see that it's definitely not a leading group. So again, and, and it, it gave up a lot of ground too. So, um, you know, be on the lookout for XLU, XLP, XLV, another one to look at, um, you know, and, and that one was, uh, you know, the second leading uh, sector ETF uh, today, the spider sector ETFs looking a little bit stronger, um, but that's also because there's a lot of opportunities in healthcare in growth too, not just mm -hmm. defense. 
Right. Yeah. This is a pretty uh, broad sector. I mean, all the sectors are, are, are broad, but uh, yeah, there are select areas within this that uh, have been looking pretty interesting. And XLE, one final one uh, to take a look at reversing lower after hitting uh, the lowest level in a couple of months just late last week. Yeah, and we did have some news on on oil that we were expecting this this weekend. Uh, there there were some cuts uh, there in terms of production uh, that helped boost oil early on, but it couldn't hold it. So I think this is one that you just have to be careful with uh, while it's trading underneath its uh, while it's trading underneath its fifty day moving average line. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's take a look at Fortinet FTNT security software stock really ramping it up today in some volume, Justin, closing up about 4.6%. Not only did it clear these recent highs just above 69, but also the high above 522. So I think that was notable, a strong close. And this is one at the end of the show. I said, hey, guys, give give me a name for the watch list. You gave us Fortinet and it uh, took off a little bit later on in the session. Yeah, so it 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 it, moment, it looked it, wow. it looked decent at the time, and it just uh, kind of built up on that. And one of the things that I liked about it is that you know, despite this kind of breach uh, news that came out, you know, Microsoft said, "Look, there was there there was some vulnerabilities that uh, they they had reported, and and it was with Fortinet." It's still kind of you know, a lot of people are looking at it as, "Look, you know, th there there might be these breaches every now and then, but." you still need the security software and Fortinet is definitely top of class. Um, one might argue that Palo Alto has been showing a little bit more strength lately. That's P-A-N-W. Um, but Fortinet is, is, is right up there with it. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's very important to be looking at your, your leading stocks in the groups. And this computer software security group has made a big move from, you know, down in the doldrums with a lot of computer software, including software uh, enterprise stocks. Uh, now it's up at number 40 out of 197 group, uh, groups. So that's pretty impressive. Um, but getting back to Fortinet, if you take a look at the weekly chart, again, take that step back. It was a very V-shaped kind of uh, base here recently in this, in this most recent uh, time period. And the earnings really fueled that you know, three weeks up very strongly. Um, but again, you just see that the, the, the Microsoft, the, the, the news there didn't really uh, cause this to falter too much. It stayed above its 10-week moving average line. Um, so now we've got this big, long base that it's really on the verge of coming out of. And so uh, that looks interesting to me. And, um, you know, we, we, we did put on Swing Trader. I should also mention that Allison Gatlin, who we usually rely on so much for our biotech news, uh, she uh, she went a little bit rogue and went on Fortinet, and she did the stock of the day um, on this uh, today. So uh, that, that's an article definitely worth worth uh, worth reading because mm -hmm. it does cover the, the the security software area in general. And again, the needs that we have for, for this to stay in place because okay. um, there, there, there's a lot of uh, bad actors out there that want to get your data. Yes. And on the verge of an all time closing high. So, you know, we're seeing a couple of stocks. NVIDIA is back at new highs. Apple. Uh, Apple mm -hmm. That was the other like one that. I was thinking of. Back mm -hmm. at new highs. Fortinet. Or at least it was before them. their least, developer yeah. conference. <laughs> right. <laughs> that kind of kind of faltered a little all bit. Right. Uh, well, it's right that. there. On the but verge. not bad. Not bad. On the yeah. verge. All right. Thanks, Justin. Next, let's go to IoT, another software stock. This is in the enterprise software group. And wow, did this one really pick up steam today after a breakout on earnings on Friday. This is another one we covered 
on the live show, it was still under the $25 mark, I believe, or right around yeah. there. Right around uh, there. Yeah, when we were talking about it on the show and really accelerated throughout the day. Let's take a look at yeah. the intraday chart here. Yeah, th th this was this was pretty early on. This was brought up by Scott St. Clair. And look, Scott is typically not one who buys earnings gaps. You've right. got to remember that this was an earnings gap on Friday. And a lot of times what he, you know, what he does is he like waits to see how it closes that day. And, mm -hmm. you know, this had a very strong close. It kept it kept the gains. And that was a 28% move, basically, that yeah. it had on Friday. So spectacular, uh, you know, reaction to earnings. And as he was looking at it, you know, he was noting, hey, now we're getting above the highs of Friday. And so he mentioned that he put put on a, a, mm -hmm. a trade on this um, earlier in the day. And uh, it just again, it, it just kept on going. It, it was one of those that couldn't be stopped. And, you know, look, you've got to look at this as being extended at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you've al almost already hit that, you know, that green level as it broke out. It, it didn't give you a chance to be fair. It didn't give you a chance to buy it at that proper uh, breakout right. because it gapped up right through there. But, you know, this is where you have to, you know, if you're going to do it, you have to say, okay, I'm going to get in. Here's where I'm going to get in. And here's where I'm going to get out. You have to have that kind of um, exit strategy in place if things don't go well. Um, and, you know, th this this one did offer kind of a, a spot. So this is one of the reasons why we uh, like to like to have these IBD live discussions mm -hmm. where for an hour and a half, we're, we're just talking about stocks live, seeing what's yep. coming up on our radar, seeing what came up on Wednesday, on Mondays, at least uh, what we were seeing over the weekend. Um, so a lot of good ideas that come out mm -hmm. from this. And this one, again, Scott St. Clair deserves to clear yeah. on this one. Yeah, go Scott. FLNC is another one we've been uh, talking about in recent days because of the move that it had on 530, a 6% move in above average volume. And it even, uh, you know, didn't have too bad of an earnings reaction. Pretty nice uh, little run here uh, up to the report and afterwards with some volume coming in. And it looks like 25 is a pretty clear level of resistance for this one now, Justin. Yeah, so this is another one we talked about on IBD Live, and it did get above there today, and it was looking really strong. It was fighting for uh, uh, for top dog status on the IBD Live watch list uh, mm -hmm. with with Samsara. Uh, that both of them were up over ten percent at one point today. Uh, this one did back off a little bit, but it's still right there. So that twenty five level, I think, is still an area to watch. Um, it was interesting that there there was some volume that came in on the on the upside here. So I, I think that this is, again, still potentially playable. So keep your eye on it. Um, it. It can be volatile. You know, some of these moves are a little bit wider for, you know, more, more so than what some people might be able to stomach. But it, it is in the right space. Uh, look, we saw that Tesla uh, is, is kind of on the comeback trail, um, you mm -hmm. know, getting back above its 200 day moving average line. And so, you know, Fluence is, is definitely heavy, heavily involved with the energy storage. Um, that's that's very important for EVs. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Justin. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That's it for today. We will be back tomorrow morning on IBD Live. We're joined by David Ryan. So don't miss it. Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. And keep tabs on Investors.com slash events. It's a great URL to bookmark so you can stay in tune with all of our upcoming guests, whether it's on Justin's podcast, My Trader Tales Show, IB Live guests, Barron's Live appearances, and more. We've got a lot going on, and sometimes it's hard to know what the schedule is, but Investors.com slash events has it all there for you. So 
keep it bookmarked. Thanks everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.